0: This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I mean, you're the cheerleader. I am supposed to be the cheerleader (laughs) because I have voiced my opinion of what I thought went the hell wrong. And he said he didn't need me to be telling him that. He had enough people to tell him that.
1: Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Hey there, I'm Kelly Earnhardt Miller and welcome to Fast Lane Family. Today in studio, I've got one of probably the best people around, mine and Dale's mom, Brenda Jackson. How are you doing, Mom? I'm good, thank you. Or shall I call you Brenda? We're at work. I don't really like for you to call me Brenda. (laughs) I know you don't. That's a whole other story in itself. So, Mom, because I can't call you Brenda today. So, we're still on an emotional high of the Daytona 500 win. I know I am. Oh, absolutely. Right. And I was lucky enough to be in Victory Lane uh, on Sunday when he won and got to say bye to him about 3 a.m. but you haven't even seen him yet. I know I can't wait when he
0: does get home it'll be like Daytona was the day before. <laughs> um, that's how still excited
1: I am about it.
0: I've talked to him, text and email. and um, I know because we
1: don't have phone conversations these days. Well, not with smartphones.
0: I mean, yeah, I can call, I can call and nobody answers and text <laughs> and
1: two seconds later I get an answer. I don't understand it. Uh, I do that to you too. I know you do that to me. I know it's technology, Mom. It's called technology. So go ahead. You've been excited. You're, you're. You've watched. I know you've watched because your mom and you're you're the proud mom. You've watched every television show. You've watched every interview. Everything he's done. Right. I have. I asked for the rundown
0: of where he was going to be and what he was going to be doing. Um, I'm a big fan. Routine every morning. I watch uh, GMA. So it, I was so tickled to turn it on. Monday morning, and have my son say good morning, America.
1: <laughs> I know, and I didn't even get to catch that. You're the one that called and told me about that. So, what, what, are, what is your emotion and reaction to um, uh, your son being the Daytona 500 champion for 2014, well, and followed it up with a second place finish at Phoenix? I know, and
0: and we have Las Vegas coming. I, I'm yeah. just you're you feeling know, lucky. I am feeling lucky. <laughs> I told him to play me some numbers while he's out there. I felt lucky. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just really happy for him. Um, I knew, you know, last year, the latter part of the season, that they were just really getting things together and that, you know, just hoped that this would start out to be a great year. My expectations weren't that it was going to be as great as it has started. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I just know he's capable every weekend. So, yeah. And my weekends for, what is it, 38 races
1: Dedicated revolve to around Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. That's right. Um, You talked about kind of not knowing, not having the expectation of winning the 500. And I think being family members, you know, we're extra nervous when it comes to Daytona and Talladega and everything that I, our family's experienced at those races. You know, I mean, is that why you didn't have that expectation? Because we sit on the edge of the cou- couch waiting for, you know, some wreck to consume us. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that pretty much puts it in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just so many times that you, you know... They've come so close, Mm -hmm. and that last lap or last two laps—I mean, it just can change everything. And Mm -hmm. it's—I am on the edge, and I should see. (laughs) I know you are. I've watched you yell at the TV before, and um, (laughs) oh yeah, jump up and down. And I think for any mother that has a child out there, those two races have to be the most nerve-wracking. I agree. Of all the races,
1: definitely agree. So you know, in not seeing Dale, that's kind of. since he's won the race, and and we're not going to see him till after Vegas, you know, that kind of leads into a little bit about what I wanted to talk about today and share with fans is really the sacrifices that that families make, even the drivers, you know, they obviously make a lot of sacrifices themselves. But, you know, from a family perspective, um, we all make a lot of sacrifices and and Dale winning the Daytona 500, um, you know, means we, we, haven't got to see him for what will be two weeks when we finally do get to see him we haven't had to we haven't had that celebration party yet we haven't got to all get together around the table and talk about it or, in, or here in the office and and hug his neck and talk about it so I wanted to talk a little bit about sacrifices that we deal with and kind of what our life is on a everyday basis and what we talk to Dell about I get a lot of questions you know tell your brother this and tell your brother that and and I'm thinking to myself people I don't even get that much time to talk to him. When I do talk to them, it's in a text, an email, and I'm limited to a certain amount of characters, right? <laughs> well,
0: well, yeah, I have a lot of people ask me the same things, you know, well, what did Dale think about this, and what do he think about the race Sunday, or, you know, what's he going to do this weekend, or whatever. And I don't, I hate to feel like I'm stupid, all right. Or, that I don't <laughs> I know, know what's going on, but honestly, we, we, don't we don't talk about talk about those things. Right. We just talk about normal things, what happened to each of us, you know, yeah. in, in our home going life in our and life. what's going on in right. our life, right. we don't talk about racing. And and just like not seeing him for several weeks after his win, now, honestly, by the time he gets home, he's going to be burnt out of talking <laughs> about Daytona win. <laughs> I know. So uh, that's probably not going to be a, a big the subject of conversation. <laughs> party, that will be. Yeah, right. But um, I, I know I go around a lot of times, and I really don't even want people to know. Or don't want my name to come up or whatever <laughs> because you know I I feel like I don't know many of the answers a lot of times right? to their questions to their questions because it's just not what we deal with yeah. daily. Well, We're your role, together. you
1: know, for me, obviously, I deal with a lot of business stuff, and we handle a lot of that through email, and you know, we intermix personal things into that as as the day goes or as a week goes by. But really, for you, I mean, you're the cheerleader. Your response after he wins the Daytona five hundred is just rah-rah, you know, that a boy, that's my boy, I knew you could do it, you know, so on and so forth, and that's kind of your role, really, when you're talking anything career-related to him, you know, you're not, you're not talking about, hey, how'd your crew chief do today, you know, what was your car like, you know, what'd you think about getting that last set of tires, (laughs) you know? I I
0: try to text after every race, well, I text before, a day before or the morning of, just to tell him to be safe, and I love him, and. I try to text after every race to, you know, say good job or say, you know, we'll get them next week or what, whatever needs to be said. Right. Um, he's reminded me a couple of times that I am supposed to be the cheerleader <laughs> because I have voiced my opinion of what I thought went the hell wrong. <laughs> and he said he didn't need me to be telling him that. He had enough people to tell him that. <laughs>
1: I remember that. Yes, so you're not the crew chief; you're the cheerleader.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I know my role now. <laughs>
1: well, that's one thing with Dale is he'll 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 gladly tell us what he expects out of us. And, Absolutely, and how we need to react. I think he gets that from Dad. So talking about sacrifices, really, from um, from our birth on, we've always sacrificed as a family about racing. You know, and you probably, Mom, can speak more to that than I can. I think I was almost born at a racetrack, right? Um. <laughs> uh, I
0: went into labor leaving a racetrack one Saturday yeah. night. Yes. Yeah.
1: So talk about racing, you know, then, and and the 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 family aspect of it, and the sacrifices, and kind of how things were, and and how you relate that to today, and kind of growing up and stuff.
0: Well, I think it it's you know back in those days where you raced maybe three different tracks in a week. I mean, your whole life revolved around racing. Yeah. Um. You you only had a few people. Trying to get your car ready every week, and, and, and you pulling it there yourself, and, um, and just your whole life wrapped around it. So, did you have a um, role,
1: like, back then? Like, what did you do for for Dad when he raced like that? <laughs> I mean, a storekeeper? Well, I,
0: I, I didn't work on the car. And did I th- you go I did the water?
1: When they had to have a score, <laughs> I
0: would score. Um, give him a beer? I don't know. So, you know, and I mean, I rode a lot of times with him, and tried to keep him awake coming back home, and... <laughs> It's funny, uh, sacrificing, uh, I went into labor with you at a racetrack one night. He had gotten in a fight with some other racers, and (laughs) I guess it just got my blood pressure up. (laughs) And when Dale Jr. was born, Mamaw had to come get me at the hospital the day I was leaving the hospital because your daddy was at Hickory Speedway running a race. (laughs)
1: So, so Dale um, had already been born, and so Dad had went d- to the race yes. after the fact. Right. And then you had to get taken home by my mom. Yeah. <laughs> good story. It's changed a lot I don't now. know that that would fly today with the drivers of the world. Those wives today, they have those guys um, in town. Of course, they would probably not miss a race, but they would keep the margin as close as they could to get to the race and finish the race. And Well, they, good. you know, t- well, I don't know. technology
0: pretty- and all that stuff right, You know, yeah, nowadays is, can yeah. get you a little closer to all yeah. that. Yeah. Um I mean it's just like now at least with the advance of the sport and just the way everything is the way everybody travels now at least you have a few days that you can kind of detach yourself from it uh, I know Dale enjoys them few days. Yeah. It's sometimes even when he's home hard to see him then because yeah. he's he's in his down mode.
1: Yeah. I know for me I re- you know some of the things that I remember um growing up like dad really I think dad came to my high school graduation, but didn't make it to Dale's. That's correct. You know, mm-hmm. I think he was racing on the East Coast. He was. was mine, so he was able to work it out. And then he was on the West Coast for Dale's. Yep. You know, proms. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure my dad didn't ever send me off to the prom. Um, I don't even think Dale went to the prom. I don't think he did either. Yeah. And, you know, sports and games and things like that, you know, um dad, missed out on pretty much all of those kind of things you know you were always you were a part of those and always there for those I think um you know that's that probably is is pretty similar to how it is today because the moms have the opportunity to stay back where the dads really don't have that choice right you know all right so you know kind of to wrap up uh just talking about seeing Dale and and the time that we sacrifice with our family and whatnot when you see him next Monday what's the first thing you're gonna do Well, I really hope to see him Sunday night. Okay. After Vegas. After Vegas. You're going to be up at like 3 or 4 in the morning?
0: I'm going to be up whatever time (laughs) is necessary. All right. I'll have it kind of down to when he's going to be home, and I plan to be sitting on his front porch. All righty.
1: There you go, Dale. You'll be waving to Mom on your front porch when you drive in. (laughs) All right, let's get to Ask Kelly. Uh, You guys have submitted your questions on Twitter. And if you want to submit those for future weeks, uh, you can go ahead and do that at my Twitter handle, Kelly, And you can use the hashtag Kelly. And remember, I spell my name with a K-E-L-L-E-Y. And maybe on another show, we'll ask Mom why we spell it like that. And Mom, you can chime in anytime that you want to uh, if you've got something to add to the the questions here. All right, our first question uh, is from... Pete Akatoto on Twitter. And uh, he says, did you ever race at any level, Kelly? And if so, why did you not continue? All right. So interesting that this question was asked because this whole week on Twitter, I think Dale, you know, Mr. Twitter now, uh, at Dell Jr., uh, brought up the fact that I beat him. I think a fan asked him something about our racing and that I beat him at Myrtle Beach one year. So, yes, I did race. I um, moved home from college in 1993, uh, raced street stocks. Uh, my dad begged me to move home and told me that I could have my own apartment and I could race if I would just move home. So I did. And I raced uh, three years after that in 94, 5, and 6 with Dell Jr. and Carrie. We raced all over North Carolina and Virginia, South Carolina. Uh, in late model stock cars so go out and support your local track because I'm a big uh, proponent of that but so this story you know somebody asked Dale about um, did I beat him and yes I did beat him a time or two but everybody says I was the best driver out of the three of us now statistically I think Dale did a lot better. well I know he did a lot better he had three wins and I had zero wins but um, Hank Parker brought up this story and mom I know you were a big part of this um, from my street stock days And one of them was about me getting sucker punched, um, at the racetrack. And, uh, yes, that happened. I supposedly wrecked someone's boyfriend and the girl was in the payoff line. And as she got his check, she turned around and punched me. Uh, I fell back to the ground, wanted to get up and, and hit back. But a lot of people were holding me back, um, all over, you know, probably 20 bucks. I can't believe it. But anyway, the story that, that Hank was talking about, um, also was the night that i pulled my own car down you rode with me in the truck and i pulled uh our old street stock car which was banged from one end to the other and dale borrowed a friend's car from Hart incorporated uh todd borrowed his car pulled it down so it's just the three of us we're going to race our street stocks and on the first lap dale rear ends me and busts his radiator bust his, yep, yep i remember that yep. The interesting part of that, um, because I really don't remember much more about the race. Um, the the interesting part of it was on our way home we had a little bit of a car crash. <laughs> Mom's over there. Yep. Yeah,
0: that was crazy. Um, I mean, we had the green light, and that yeah.
1: car yeah. just
0: turned right in front of us. Dale's driving then yeah. saved us because we almost missed the people. Yep. But we and I we mean we were the over the medium, <laughs> the big medium in yeah. the road. Yeah. And uh, with a gooseneck trailer yeah. and just flying all up in the air. And I don't know if you remember the rest <laughs> of it though. We stopped at yeah. it. it was a little gas station there. Yeah. We stopped, yeah, we talked stopped, to the people. We stopped to them. Yep. We really didn't have too much damage. They had some. That the boy kept saying, My mom's gonna kill me, my right. mom's gonna kill me. But we're like, Look, we're you know, we're not gonna call the law, we're yeah. we're not messed up, you know, everything's okay with us. Right. So so we all went
1: on our merry we way. We all went this on our is, merry way. You know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. The next night we go back to Concord to race again. Same situation. Got the street stock cars. We're going back down there, and the sheriff comes to the racetrack and is looking for us. I'm thinking that the kid went home, got in trouble from the mom. The mom said, "You better go find these people that hit you or whatever." When it was really their fault because they turned in front of us. And so we had to end up going down and filing a police report and, and all that good yeah. stuff after that race. So we were I it think, was another late night. <laughs> I think what really happened is that after the fact, they got scared and yeah. they decided to,
0: to to cover their butt in any yeah. manner. <laughs> so they called the cops. Yeah. And we left the scene of the accident, according yeah. to them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they did say so, that. Yeah, and yeah.
0: So after the race, <laughs> uh, we had to go by the police department and.
1: Yeah, tell our good little stuff. end of the tale. That's your Saturday night short track racing. It sure was. That's the the best only
0: out. thing I kept telling Kelly and Dale's, please don't say who you are when you get out. Don't say who you are. <laughs> don't say who you are.
1: <laughs> yep, we were Kelly and Dale Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. This one I think will be good for both you and Brenda at Law Halls, how often do you find yourselves on the verge of a nervous breakdown when you're watching Dale Race? I know you guys talked a little bit about Daytona and Talladega, but is that an every weekend deal? Do you worry every weekend? Um, I don't really worry. I don't really get nervous every weekend. Um, I probably feel more of the disappointment when something goes wrong or, you know, right out of the box if they have a bad pit stop or something gets them kind of behind. I just, I'm probably more kind of stressed, you know, like how's he going to make it up? Is he going to make it up? What's going to happen to get them back in position? Is this going to be the end of it? How can he overcome this, etc. Um, Really, as far as nerves go, really Daytona and Talladega. And I think really being there this past Daytona, um, was really the most nervous I've been. Um, I, I don't think I could describe any other situation where I've been that nervous. I don't know about you, Mom.
0: Well, I think um, nervous, not as much. Um, Just anxious. Anxious no. uh, Yeah. Um, is probably a good word for it. And, I mean, I'm optimistic regardless <laughs> of what's going on because I watch every lap almost unless I'm going to the refrigerator. But I'm optimistic till the end. I guess, and I, I'm, I may be more anxious. Sometimes, you know, if, you know, maybe they're not feeling well or something like that, you know, they've got to go run this 400 laps, and it's hot, and everything's going on, you know. You just, then I go into mom mode yeah. and wonder that he's okay, and, you know. But yeah. um, you get, I have complete confidence in Dale's ability. I always said back when Dale was racing, somebody asked me the question, and I said, it's, you know, it's the other 40 that, I don't know too much about. Do, do I have a lot of confidence in, in Dale? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> All right. We got another question here from mc 71 uh, He wants to know, has Dale Jr. ever babysat for any of your three kids or changed a diaper or <laughs> had them for an extended period of time? Right. So if you listen to uh, the first podcast from last week, you'll get the story on the diapers. Uh, the answer is No. And uh, you can find out more if you listen to the first podcast um, about Dell Jr. and diapers and what he thinks about that. Uh, As far as babysitting, um, you know, it's weird because Carson's 13. I guess it's not weird, but it's um, just Carson's 13. When she was born, he was a lot younger, a lot less mature. He thought it was cool that I had a kid, but he really, you know, didn't really get that into it. Um he was very excited when I told him I was pregnant with Carson. In fact, he was so excited that he called all his friends that night and told them that his sister was having a baby. And my dad uh, called about an hour later and said, hey, you know, you might just want to not tell everybody until you get through the first trimester and have your first ultrasound and just make sure everything's okay. So I called Dale back up and, and I said, um, hey, you know, dad said just to keep this on the down low right now. And he's like, oh, crap, man. I've already called all my friends and told them. I was like, okay, well. You can answer to that on that one. Uh, but um, he, he and Amy did babysit Wyatt. And um, the story I got uh, was Amy did all the work. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so for our final thoughts today, I've got a question for you, Mom. This was submitted from an anonymous employee at Junior Motorsports ha-ha anonymous employee you can't come forward and show your name so the question is if you were in charge of the shop here at junior motorsports and i wasn't what would you what change would you implement first the first change that's what it says
0: i put wine in the vending machines (laughs) change
1: number two i try to hire you (laughs) (laughs) or find out you know why i'm not working So you'd you'd change that first, and then you would try to figure out how I could uh, get back to running the place. Right. I see. And then what if I vetoed your first change? No, that would be a stipulation. Oh, that'd be your contract. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. All right, well, I don't want to negotiate against you. Well, thank you for joining me on the second uh, episode of Fast Lane Family. I hope you're enjoying it, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.